Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace, and it's 6.04 here in the Bayou City. We're going to open our phone lines up for the remaining hour. If you care to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right. While we're waiting on the lines to light up, we're going to go down to Port Isabel and talk to Captain Robert Savillo. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing, buddy? Morning. How are you, man? What's up? Trying to decide if I want to venture out. Looks like yeah. we got some stuff coming through. Oh, you got um, some stuff on radar down there. I hadn't even looked down that far this morning. I've been looking the yeah, I mean local. I can probably do it. It's gonna go through. It looks like, but I oh, just yeah, I, I see it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. get out there and be stuck for an hour or two waiting. You know, in the rain. Yeah, it's right along the coast. It's kind of below. A lot of times, it just you. yeah. Then sometimes, you know, it just goes through so fast. You know. Yeah, I see it pretty good there, South Padre Island. Yeah, it's a little bit east of you, and it moves inland a little bit into the Laguna itself. But yeah, you got it all around you right now. Yeah. Um, I've been I haven't been out in a few days, but uh, fish book. Uh, I can tell the bite's been on a little bit now. Some of the guys that I know that are posting these deals are. Or recent, some of them aren't. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are from a month ago with drum all over the bow. They use the same picture, you know. When we had yeah, the drum I run. see a lot of them all the time. Anywhere from two, three, five, ten years ago, just throwing yeah. them up there. Yeah. Um, everybody's. I mean, everybody's trying to get business, you know. Yes. Well, it's the the state of uh, the union. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's kind of winding down, but this is actually when the fishing gets pretty good down here. Um, Right. After the hot summer, you know, because it's good all through the summer usually, but um, I like this month myself personally. Not as much traffic, and you got to... 
you got a lot of different opportunities this time of year. Right. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, I think I'll give it just a few minutes here before I head out. But I, I like to, when it's like this, normally I head out in the dark, but I'm not going to do that this morning. I, I like to kind of get a look, see what's going on when it gets light. Sure. Yeah. First. Well, i tell you, man, we wanna... had some uh, pretty bad lightning and storms up at, up this way the last couple of days. You know, yesterday I didn't get much rain, just kind of sprinkle stuff, but a lot of, lot of bad lightning. Yeah, I see uh, some. Brett Sweeney's boat got uh, struck by lightning at the uh, cleaning tables there at Matagorda Harbor yesterday. Charlie sent me a text last night while I was watching the the Astros game, and uh, see if I can find it here. Said, yeah, Brett Sweeney's it, boat parked at the cleaning table during a severe thunderstorm. It was hit by lightning. It hit a fishing rod, and the only thing working on the boat after the lightning strike was his jack plate, but luckily nobody was hurt. Wow. Boy, that's terrible. Have you ever seen a boat seen after that. it's been nailed? All the wiring in it? There's nothing but no, burnt copper everywhere. There's no insulation left on any of the wiring. It's crazy, man. I think I've seen a picture of that fishing rod in a console. It was. Did you? Just, yeah, maybe that was the same deal. It might have been. Yeah. <laughs> Graphite conductor of electricity. No, I, I mean, I've been in a boat before where somebody's hair stood up and I didn't stick around long. <laughs> oh, your hair stands up and uh, your line floats up in the air? Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. good. Time to go. Yeah, it is. That means the lightning strike is prevalent in that area. Static electricity. Yeah. Now, I walked outside and looked up north this morning, and I, I can see some, some you know, brightness going on there once in a while up there. I don't know if it's heat lightning or. No, it's it's yeah. thunderstorm lightning. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Blaney yeah, got wait. nailed yesterday morning or in the middle of the night, uh, night before last. Uh, about midnight, those storms rolled through Heavenville and all through there, and they lost power for 13 hours. He had 40 people in the lodge with no power, no water, no nothing, man. What a nightmare. Oh, damn. He said it was uh, power was out from Freer all the way through Heavenville towards Laredo. Nobody had power. Hmm. Crazy. They had some high sure. winds, a lot of electricity, and uh, – Three to five inches of rain everywhere. Boy, that hit at the right time, right in the middle of dove season. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It seems like power goes out a lot more now than it used to. Uh, yeah, we we got problems. I've been having some issues out my way at times, and it's, it's hadn't even been uh, weather-related. It's just transformers blowing and that kind of stuff. Crazy. Too much on the grid, man. Yeah, I don't know. I know when I grew up there in Houston, we never had, I mean, even in hurricanes, hardly. We ever lost power, hardly. Back then, I mean, maybe the stuff's gotten old, you know, and they hadn't updated it. I don't know. But <clears throat> Yeah, that's about it. Just season winding down a little bit down here. Yeah. Yes, it is. How's y'all's fuel prices down there? Y'all seeing a big jump in them like we are up here? Uh, yeah, they're going up. I mean, what do y'all got down there? Well, diesel's right at four bucks a gallon everywhere. 
Yeah, it's about the yeah. same here. Yeah, and uh, gasoline's anywhere from three thirty nine to three sixty nine. That was supposed to happen in the summer. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this time of year is supposed to get, you know, more affordable. Yeah. Who knows? I give up. Can't figure all that stuff out. Only yeah. the only the the government runs everything, so only they know what's going on. Left yeah, and the right. We do. We yeah, know, we right. see it. I don't know. Something gotta change here eventually. It will. It will. Yeah. We just gotta live through it. <laughs> Trudge ahead. I hear you. I'm just ready for some cooler weather, cooler mornings and stuff like that. We're supposed to get some. I'm we're still gonna be in the nineties next week, you know, this week and all that. Low to mid. But that's I mean, better it's than hot, three man. every day. Y'all even get hotter down there, man. I know it is. I know when I, when I was in Vegas, the mornings were like 72. It was nice, you know. Played golf three days in them, and it was nice in the mornings. No humidity. Yeah, how was that? How nice was that playing golf and that, man? Oh, that was nice. The only thing nice was we didn't. I was there with a buddy of mine, and we were splitting skins. Um, we made 21 birdies in three days Dang. and didn't get a skin. Didn't really? get a skin. Uh-uh. <laughs> First day of Eagle was a skin. Second day of Eagle was a skin. $6,000 a piece. Um, third day, there was no skin. There was two birdies on every hole in the A group, which were what we were in. They had to give everybody their money back. Huh. <clears throat> well... All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to bow out of here and uh, get some of these uh, callers that are hanging on All right, now. yeah, I'm going to hit. Phone lines are lighting yeah, up. And uh, somebody wants to call you, Robert, give them a number, buddy. Yeah, 956-433-1389. Yeah, watch that weather, bud. I am. All right. See Live you. the fish another day. Later, man. Take All care. Right. All right, that's Captain Robert Savello down at Port Isabel. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 618 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's get to our phone lines. First up to bat this morning, uh, we got Rick and Guitar Dave on deck and Steve in the hole. I'll be right to you guys. Rick Bice, what's up? <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Pardon me, Kevin Mick. Um, oh, I was out of Airball. fishing Airball. questions. <laughs> No, just kidding. I don't, know what that was. I don't know what that was. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, I have a fishing question, but I wanted to make an observation on uh, you talking about lightning. <clears throat> I don't know what it is about this year. I now I haven't seen very much rain, hardly any. But I'll tell you one thing: the lightning has been horrific. It has. I mean, somebody's getting it, but it just won't quite get to where I'm at, whatever, you know, wherever it might be. But, <clears throat> man, there has been some uh, some pretty tough lightning. And the other thing is, I don't know if I'm correct on this or not, but I'm already noticing, as I'm sure you are too, that the mornings are staying darker longer. Yeah, days are getting shorter. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, to, to me, it's just, you know, instead of it's sun coming out at, or rising at 10 after 6, it's rising at, you know, 10 to 7, or, or whatever the time might be. <clears throat> but <clears throat> um, my experience with that is that that is definitely a change of season right there. And <clears throat> it's cooler weather is on its way when that starts happening. That's yeah. just... I mean, well, you just got to have more hours of darkness, so you're going to get that nighttime cooling that you don't get Makes in the summer sense to when me. you got more hours of daylight. Makes sense to me. i got a fishing question. <clears throat> you go fishing for you or James Blog or whoever it might be. <clears throat> y'all been fishing all day or whatever, salt water, and y'all come in. What? How do you maintain and do maintenance on your rods and reels? Well, the first thing I don't do that a lot of people do, and they make a big mistake, they'll line their old rod and reels up and put a water hose to them and just shower them down real good. And uh, I don't do that. I'll take a wet, damp rag, a clean rag, and wipe my reels down and then even run them up my rods. But, man, most of these rods nowadays, they're... They're made with, you know, titanium recoil guides and all that. Nothing's going to rust on them. And uh, I just I, I focus on my reel and just wipe it down real good. Because when you spray real hard with that water hose, you're putting all that foreign matter on the outside, you know, the salt spray or whatever you get on them. 
and you're pushing it to the inside of the reel. And uh, yeah, I just stay away from that. And the best best advice on taking care of your reels is don't trailer your boat with your rod and reels in the boat. Put them inside right. the cab of your truck where they stay clean and out of the element. Because, you know, if you put them in the back of the truck or in a boat, there's still grit and sand and things like that. And uh, as you're going down the road, it's blowing that all over your equipment. You know, put it in the cab with you. You know, once you get to the dock, pull them out, throw them in the boat, and go fishing. And then when you get in, do the Makes same thing. Put them in your truck and go home. Makes sense to me. Okay, Captain Mickey, y'all be safe. I, I was looking at the 10-day forecast. There is absolutely not one forecast I can find that says there's even a remote chance of rain. Well, there's, uh, I think, around Wednesday or Thursday, there's a little slight chance of maybe 20% if we're lucky. But, uh, no, you're right. looks a little dry for the next 10 days, but it is a little bit cooler. Lows are going to be in the 70s in the morning, so that's going to help. That'll be nice. It's like I riders. told the guy the other day, I said, uh, we're going to go look at some land and we're going to go check on some places. <clears throat> and uh, he says, is there any rain in the radar? And I said, well, wherever they're saying there's rain in the radar, we're headed right straight to it because when we it. get there, it won't be there. <laughs> you're, you're spot on. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Rick. All right. Hey, have Take a good care. Sunday, man. See you, brother. All right. All right, Guitar Dave is next. Dave, you're up to bat. And I hope you got more to offer than Astro. Hey, hey, there you night. are. What's up? I hear you. Hey, yeah, I got titanium in my neck, and I got my titanium pacemaker, so maybe I won't rust after I croak over. But but anyway, yeah, uh, uh, when you were talking about that, uh, when that dude uh, stole the car and everything the truck with the trailer i i know somebody whose daughter was in was in a, a car a truck and they backed up there was a jet ski on the side of the road in the trailer and they hooked it up and started taking off and it was a baked a jet ski it had a gps in there in the you know and they got yeah. caught you know from stealing you right. know and and you know that's unreal and you know one other thing real quick mickey before i let off I was thinking about y'all were talking about the crappie fishing, man. I remember OC OC man. He he fished there on on Lake Easton, and what what if I remember, it sounded like he had spider legs all over outside his boat, you know, uh, with all the rod and reels that he had out there, and he did a real good job of catching a lot of crappie. And uh, you know, uh, God bless him, God keep him, and God bless America. And Captain Mickey, that's about all I got right there, you know. All right, buddy. So, yeah. Hey, thanks. Hey, yeah. Uh, and and hey, over here right now, it's not too bad. Uh, with the wind and everything else is not. You know, I ain't got a lot of windage, but man, we've been we got some rain. I got a. I had about three or four inches of water in my yard here and there. And That's good. Uh, oh yeah, the crawfish are coming up. Yeah, I'm serious. The trees are going to love it. Hey, and uh, the frogs are croaking, you know, and, and uh, man, I tell you what, it's just, uh, it, it's been a strange world, let me put it that way. So, uh, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the things I got to deal with over here, but I, I got a smile 
and just say my prayers, man. But hey, I'm gonna let you go, Cap. All Thank right, you, Dad. sir. See you, man. All right, all right. All right. Let's go to Steve in the Galleria area, see what he's up to. Steve, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning, Mickey. It's been a while since I've talked to you. And the first thing I'd like to say is I, I sure miss old Skeeter Lawfringer. I, I really enjoy listening Boy, to him. Boy, don't we all. I mean, and uh, what, what, what brought him basically to my mind, and I'm going to talk to you about this Africa hunt I got back from on Monday and sent you pictures about. Was, you know, it's starting to get to be summer over there, and we're driving along, and guys said, stop, stop, stop. And there was a zigzag pattern in the dust in the road about one foot, one foot, one foot. I said, what the heck is that? And he says, oh, it's about a 10-foot cobra just crawled across the road. A cobra? I said, well, I don't know if we want to stop and hunt it or not, but anyway. That's a big old snake drag right there, buddy, a 10-foot. <laughs> well, they got some big ones. But <clears throat> when I had the best time my wife and I did We've had a long time hunting. Um, we hunted at the uh, Africa Hunt Lodge, and the guy, and it's owned by like, the U- University of Texas X. He's a really good guy, and and it just all fell together. The guides are great, the drivers are great, and the hunting was just awesome. But uh, I was mainly going over there for a, 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 a large greater kudu. I ended up with a 54 inch, and I was pretty happy with that. Um, a red lace way for over there. I don't know nothing about them, but is that it? The well, photo was when you incredible. Hit 52, you that's considered a 52 inches from the base to the tip of the spiral. That's considered a, a uh, trophy. Yeah. And, you and, got I, and I was looking 54? for a 60 incher. Hmm. What'd you get a 54? A 54 was the biggest one we saw. Yeah. It was a, it's a beauty. You saw it in the picture. He's just oh, it's gorgeous, he's, man. Yeah. And the backstrap out of that thing was unbelievable. The, the cook there took it out and, and cooked it. And what they do with a, with a lot of their meat is they they, they share it with the camp and they and they also donate it to the to the local neighbors, which I think the is great. And stuff. There's a lot of animals that are shot. And nothing's wasted. And we and we were primarily shooting for the older animals, like um, like the you know the, I, I shot a of course I went over my three three uh, animal budget. I shot an Enyala, and they're beautiful, and half his teeth were gone. I oh, shot a, uh, a white-flanked Impala, which if you can Google them, or I think you saw the picture, they're just absolutely gorgeous. And they're yeah, that was a, that a, was a pretty, pretty. So it's just a, a beautiful animal, and they're in and uh, so they he wasn't cheap. And then but the, <laughs> what is? <laughs> Well, nothing. I think the worst part is those twenty-hour plane rides over there and back. Yeah, that's but that's I brutal. figured out a, a trick is I I drank a lot of electrolytes. Right. And I got up. We got got home Monday afternoon after screwing around with luggage and took a nap. Got up Tuesday. Had no jet lag. I couldn't believe it. That's but big. Anyway, time. now here here's the funniest story I've seen in a long time. We got there and. It was our our last evening to be there, and this couple came in from Idaho, Dave and Barbie. And this is the kind of guy that generally just doesn't be quiet and doesn't listen. And he said, yeah, I had to kill Ken, now I got Barbie. That's the way he starts off with. <laughs> it, okay. And tells everybody what an excellent shot he is. And I don't know. So we're listening to it. And he That's says, the you know, I'm you here. worry about right there. 
oh, you better watch the way they're swinging a gun around, you know. Yes. So anyway, I, I got to laughing, and, and uh, there was a young fella, he's about 25, reminded me of me when I was 25, kind of a smart aleck, and he's getting ready to be a commercial pilot. And I winked at him, and I said, you know, I sure would like a, like a black Apollo before I leave. And behind the lodge, about 135 yards, was a big feeder. Well, every morning there was two huge black impalas coming in there with some uh, spring box. And uh, I said, let's just, I just waited for him in the morning. And he waked at me. He says, let me go get my extra gun. So he says, I'll tell the old man that owns this place what we're up to. So he brings it in and puts it underneath the bar. I just fathomed this. We're in the lodge. He puts it underneath the bar. Next to the bar is a swimming pool. And so he said, just wait till we get these folks out of here. Because I said, I don't want to ruin their hunt. So I don't, I don't know, about 7, 30, 8 o'clock, these two big impalas show up. So I went and knocked at the door of the, of the ranch owner's place, and I said, hey, these impalas are here. And he says, I know the program. So we go over, Becky, and he says, I said, where am I shooting from? He says, we're right here. Well, it was right by the, the pool pump. <laughs> and so he just put a pad on top of the pool pump. And uh, so I said, all right. And she's a 300 wind mag. And I hammered that uh, black Impala. In fact, I went six for six on my shots. No second shots, all drop there dead shots. That's awesome. That, that's the way to do it. I, don't, I hate seeing those animals uh, hurt. And he says, so the fellow's a couple of years older than us, and he he said, well, I know you hit him, but I saw him get up. I said, he didn't get up go anywhere. He's right there. He said, well, let me go get a couple of trackers. So I went back in and found a couple of guys. And <clears throat> one of them was a fellow by the name of July. Great kid. <laughs> I said, how'd you get the name July? He says, I was born on July 1st. My mom and me just named me July. I said, how are you talking? So anyway, we go over there, and. Sure enough, that black Impala's laid about 10 feet from where I shot him. They got him and took him back. And so they're going to take me out to take Winnie and I out to the airport. And uh, as we're driving out, hear the bang, bang, bang. I said, what the heck is going on? It was close. We got a few miles away. He says, you know, that Idaho boy was such a good shot. It took him four shots to bring down that kudu. (laughs) Barbie's husband. The one who huh? killed Ken. Yeah, Barbie's husband. <laughs> yeah, Barbie's husband. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me knock this break out. I'll come back at you. Hang on, Steve. You got right. time. I'll be right back. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Danco Sports Incorporated. They're an industry-leading manufacturer of pliers, knives, and accessories for anglers worldwide. You know, Danco's committed to providing affordable, high-quality products to the fishing community with over 400 plier and knife options to choose from. Check out their Premio pliers. These are the ones I like and I use every day. Uh, they come in a leather sheath, and, and uh, they have outstanding quality and performance. No inshore or offshore boat should be without a couple of pair of these. I even have a pair on my wading belt. Titanium cobalt cutters. They cut braid, plus they have a lifetime warranty. And no boat should be without Danco knives. They come in a variety of sizes with a full tang German stainless steel braid and Danco fillet knives. 
in my opinion, are better than the butter Bubba Blade at half the price. And Danco knives have a dual-molded grip for superior control while you're filleting your catch and a DuPont Teflon-coated blade. That's Danco Sports Incorporated. Do it with Danco. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 638 here in the Bayou City. Final segment of the Outdoor Show. So if you care to get a call in, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. All right, Steve, we're back, man. Talking well, you know what the most fun about going to South Africa like that, and that the first time I went, the professional hunter told me, he says, now look, there's stuff out here hunting you while you're hunting them. Right. And, uh, you know, we're driving along, and you look over under a tree, and there's a couple of cheetahs just hanging around. Right. And, you know, you were talking before, they were talking before about going out fishing, and people make a lot of noise. Well, I don't see any of these uh, top A predators make a lot of noise before they go get something. No, they don't. They're stealthy. <laughs> no, they stealthy. are stealthy. They are stealthy. And then the, the, the professional hunter we had, for the most time, one of his friends wasn't paying attention and got attacked by a leopard. Ooh. Now, the leopard didn't kill him, but, I mean, he showed us pictures of the wounds, and they're pretty gruesome. So you got to be on yeah, your toes. they go for the throat, man. Yeah, you know, the, the way they typically like to do it is they like to jump on you face forward, grab you by the neck, Head put on. the top paws, and then they gut you with the rear claws. Ugh. But this boy was bit up. Oh my gosh! But uh, but that's that's the worst part of it. The people are friendly and they're a lot of fun. And I I sent you that that sign that was in that pub there in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, unattended children will be sold to the circus. I said, yeah, now nah, didn't I like that, that? That was a good sign, man. That's perfect for a pub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. enjoy the Morning. show. Children left unattended will be sold to the circus. 
That's right. And that's the way it should be. Yep. But uh, you know, anyway. You know what I miss is we just don't have a lot of movies anymore about Africa. I mean, I mean that's yeah. really the birthplace of humanity. And, uh, it really and all is. the animals and, you know, and, and that's what I liked about uh, that series 1923, you know, the one of those spinoffs from Yellowstone. That mm-hmm. was uh, Spencer Dutton. He was a uh, hunter, you know, a, a mm-hmm. protector. And he was, they'd hire him. He'd go to different areas where they had leopard attacks and all. When he sat down at the table, that man and his wife, and uh, the waiter came over there and he said, coffee. And then he pointed to him to stay and he just chugged that cup of coffee down. He chugged like three or four cups of coffee down. And she goes, oh, my goodness. He said, uh, you're going to be up all night. He said, yeah, I'm going to be hunting what's hunting you. And she goes, well, what is that? And he said, about a leopard about the size of a sofa. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was just cool. And, the, and it showed the leopard scene. It ended up killing that woman. She left her tent to go to the bathroom, and she didn't make it. And uh, that that's just cool. I like African movies like that. that uh, well, out of Africa was, was one of the greatest. With Robert yeah, Redford. Out of Africa. Wasn't that a great show? Yeah. Well, that, those leopards um, – Fellow that the, one of the fellows I've hunted with down there said that, and, and what they have to really watch for is you got a, a lot of people that got a lot of money that don't listen. And uh, about two and a half years ago, he had a couple of French guides come down there and elephant hunting. And all of Africa's overrun with elephants. I mean, this stuff you see where they're saying there, you know, there's there's not enough of them. Well, they got about two to one for what the ecology can handle. Right. Anyway, they're, so they're, he told these guys, he said, stick close to me and just be careful. So they found an elephant, and elephants are darn smart. And they're, they're, and I think you mentioned it, that I think they're, animals are, they're finally figuring out that animals have kind of a, a resource in their brain where they can, they're going to go back and treat you the way you treated them. Well, anyway, one of the French fellows shot an elephant, didn't kill it, and the two of them chased after it just after Burtis told them not to do it. Oh, well, the elephant good. knew which fella had shot him, and he grabbed him with his uh, trunk, threw him on the ground, and stomped him to death. So you wow. got to be paying attention. Those yes. animals don't get stupid. You know, they don't get to be the way they are. Uh, well, like in that movie, they you know he mentioned that. He said here in America, he said at home in America, he said, uh, you see deer or, or bears or anything, they run from you. But he said, over here, yeah. we're a menace to these animals. They're not afraid yeah. of us. Well, Burtis told me, too, he said they were they were hunting leopards. And I can't remember where he said the guy was from. And he he said, he said that's a bad shot. I don't know if I'd take it. He said, well, I think I can hit it. Well, he hit it in the rear end, and the leopard fell out of the tree. This is a night. Got a so they go tracking him and ticked off, hmm? ready to kill anything that gets in his way. Oh, he's pissed off. Yeah, and so they get they get in the in uh, they all use Toyotas over there because uh, they're so sturdy. Well, they get in the Toyota, he and the tracker, and they're tracking this leopard, and they hit something, and it he notices his gas gauge is running down, Uh-oh. and he's got a gas leak. So he and the um, tracker get underneath the Toyota and they're working on it and this well guess who came back for a little retribution visit that leopard 
Yeah, that whatever. leopard. Yep. And, and, you know, so luckily there were some other fellows that took care of it. But you just, you know, I told one of my former bosses, I said, this is one of the times when I go out and, and when I hear something, I listen to it and I stick close and I do what they say. And he said, after working with you for 20-something years, he said, is this the same Kruger I know? <laughs> I said, well, I do listen to these guys. I'm not so sure about yeah, you not live. Mean- Always uh, follow your guide and listen to your guide. Yeah, it's a good yeah, rule. Well, That's, uh, well I'm going to go back for a living. They know their business. Well, sure, they live it. They live it, and they're you know. But anyway, I'm going to go back next year. I've got I've got my eyes on what they call it. Is it St. Edwards or St. Francis Eland, the big one? Right. And why? Uh, yeah. They're huge. Well, we enjoy your show. Um, I get a big kick out of some of the things that are said. Just go, I can't even believe it. Like running run into the Jays. I mean, I can't tell you the number of boats that I know where they, and these are big boats, 48, 52 foot boats. Right. Where the captains are supposed to know what they're doing, set the the waypoint between the jetties and set it on autopilot. Then they have a few cold beers, and next thing they know, they're on the rocks. Now, what else is going to happen? Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But anyhow. Well, you I have would, a great rest I of the show. Have... and We enjoyed a lot. We've been helping them listen to you. We're listening to the show since 1992, so we're pretty steady listeners. Well, that's awesome, Steve. I appreciate it, yeah. man. And uh, I like your Africa adventure trips and the photos and everything. Now, are you going to mount well, all those animals? Yeah, we bought a 14-acre uh, tract of land up in Centerville. It, it was an old horse farm, uh-huh. and it's about 162 tracks, and um, it's going to be our second home, and we're going to put a, a barn aluminum up there a couple thousand square feet, so I got a lot of wall space i got to cover. Trophy room, baby, man cave, a giant man cave. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. And my wife enjoys going. It's a, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, and you meet some characters. So. Well, that's good that you've uh... – You've got a uh, wife that's really into that with you. You know, that's, that makes it cool. Well, she enjoys taking the uh, videos of some of the stuff and taking the yeah. pictures. That's uh, cool, too. Anyhow. Yeah. I guess those were the, her photos that you sent me? Yes, they are. Yeah. 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 These uh, iPhones are, can take pretty good pictures. Yeah, they really do. We've come a long yeah. way in a short while. Yeah. And what they do, too, is that the pH wants to take pictures because they they put them together in their in their video logs. So when they're out marketing their, themselves, they, you know, they've got these pictures to show. And they ask for your permission. I'm sure I'm not doing anything wrong, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, that's incredible, man. I'm glad you had another good trip. That's uh Yeah. I love anything that comes out of Africa, you know, all the yeah. stories that come We're with it. It's kind of like O'Casey, you know, with uh, <clears throat> Jeff in the mornings when he was talking about him and his dad's Africa, Africa adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been over there several times like you have. And yeah. Boy, they, yeah. But uh, everything's dangerous in Africa, everything. I mean, oh, yeah. You can't take anything for granted over there, buddy. Well, I, I told you about what they're doing with that, that green energy. Um, it ain't working. 
No, about three or four times a day, they let you know that their power is going to be down for three hours. So you have no internet, no nothing. Well, they put it out in the general email. So the crooks go up in the towers and steal a copper. And occasionally, the crooks, hmm? Really? Yeah, they go up in the cell towers and steal a copper. That's a big problem. And occasionally, the crooks will go up there and they'll miss the timing a little bit and they'll light that thing back up and they have a cooked crook. <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right, man. Well, anyhow. Steve, enjoy it, man. And uh, take you care, too. my friend. All right, good talking Gotta to you. Got to keep living the hard life, man. Or if one day we're, you know, we got a lot of time to sleep and I'm not ready to do it yet. No, I'm with you, brother. See you, man. Okay. Later. Have a good week. All right. All right, our last caller of the day. Let's go to him. Dustin, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. All right. Good morning, Cap Mick. It's been a good minute. Uh, kind of happy old, I heard old Piggy Fig got me in on uh on a segment there a couple of Saturdays ago when he was down and out. So uh, it was pretty funny to hear, hear, hear the, our conversation we had. I had never heard it before, but uh, man, I'm on my way home right now. And I don't know if I should go to the house or swing off with Betty Ford. We, uh, we started <laughs> off last Saturday, last Sunday in Sergeant and uh, just killed some time there on the beachfront. And Went out with Captain Matt there out of Surfside on Monday, and we just tore the tuna up. I have every every shrimp boat we went to, we just loaded up on those on those butterballs. Boy, they were. It, it, the trick was is, is the last thirty feet, uh, just getting them past them sharks there at the last minute, getting them up to the boat. We probably had lost half of what we caught, um, but sure had a good time. Uh, with him and him and his crew put on a put on a heck of a show for us and the and the boys. And come back home for a couple of days and on my way back from Beeville and uh, what a you want to talk about birds now? Oh my lord, they're loaded up. Yeah, it's uh, uh, morning. It's, it's pretty sick down there from what I'm hearing. Uh, a good friend of mine goes down there and hunts every year, and they went. It was just it was a slaughterhouse. It, it, yeah, the mornings weren't all that spectacular. But when those pop-up showers started popping up the last couple of days and started stirring those birds up, my gosh, it was, I mean, especially you catch them flying into the wind. It was just, I felt sorry for them, actually, for a minute. Well, you know, that's the way it's and, been. That's been the pattern. The evening hunts are way better than the morning hunts. And, and they always have been whenever I've gone to South Texas and hunt down there. Afternoons are yes, always sir. better for whatever reason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we can go ahead on back to the house and start getting these dogs legged up. We got a couple more weeks before deer season starts, so yeah, be looking for broke legs and belly shots for the next three or four months. <laughs> go go have fun dealing with all that headache. Track, tracking them <laughs> wounded animals, man. That, 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 that's it. Like uh, I went through a spell where I, I had three or four we didn't catch during both season a couple years back, and I called a good buddy of mine runs dogs. Man, what is going on? He said, Dustin, both season, you can't ever tell how that arrow is going to bounce us. Well, it's just, just three or four in a row, you know, it makes you a little sick. And he said, you oh, watch yeah. Cowboy and the Indian? You watch Cowboy and the Indian movies, Dustin? I said, yes, sir, I sure did. He said, you ever seen a fat Indian? 
No, sir. I ain't seen no fat idiots, so there's a reason for it. No, they're too busy chasing game down after with the mares in it. Hey, can you imagine how awesome that was? I mean, killing killing buffalo with a bow. Uh, Off horseback, full speed. Oh, man. They, uh, well, they say that that buffalo is easier because they only got one lung. Really? Yeah, that's, that. that's what I'm told. From you, man. Well, I, that, I, I hadn't researched, but that's just what I was told, is that, that uh, it's a lot easier killing buffalo because they only have one lung. So I'll be darned. That might be, might be a story or it might be a Google when I get to the house, but that's, what, that's what I was told. <laughs> one lunger. Hey, there's going to be a lot of those running around out there, too, with an air busted off in them. I'm oh, sure yeah. Coming. That's uh, that's the only drawback to bow season is there's uh, a lot more bad shots than there are good shots. It is, and you can't – you know, there's been some really good some really good deer we found and caught, Mickey, that, that the shot placement was excellent. But that arrow just bounced bad once he got inside there. Right. That's the problem. Uh, hey, and you know, uh, I was at the Belleville Meat Market about – I don't know, three years ago or whatever, and uh, he he was showing me the a deer that they had processed. Somebody had shot with a rifle when they uh, quartered it all up and cut it up, got it ready for process, and they found a a rage arrowhead inside of it. No, it wasn't a rage. It was uh, what's a muzzy head, a muzzy uh-huh. arrowhead inside of it. Were that deer had survived that, and it was right it was right by the pump station. I mean, it was in there where you want to put an arrow. And that deer still lived and then got shot by another hunter on down the road, you know, with a rifle. Doesn't doesn't surprise me one bit. Happens more than you know. Probably 90, you know, we're, we run usually about 70% catch rate, uh, rifle and bow season. 70, 70 to 80%, somewhere in there. Um, and, uh, but the, the 20 to 30% we don't catch I, about 90% of those I'll get, I mean, they're either shot the next year, they're right back on camera within two or three days. Uh, that's what all of us, us dog guys, we all laugh about that. A lot of these guys don't want hog doggers running dogs through their deer camps and stuff, going to run off the deer. They'll be right back. Trust me. Yeah. Them, them deer don't, them what deer kind don't of dogs do you use? Blue laces or no, what? I, no, heck no. You couldn't give me a lace with a $500 bill ticket for <laughs> See, it. and I always hear all this incredible stuff about them, you know. I guess no. it's like anybody that owns something, it's always the best. Well, it, you know, I, I think uh, there's, there's um, I'm sure there's good working stock and, and that people, you know, if you can get any breed of dog that's out of working stock, think you get a good dog uh but a lot, a lot of a lot of these a lot of these people are breeding animals and i'm not just talking about lazy but breeding animals for a for a look and a color instead right. of for for smarts and workability and and another thing and then hey you know a lot of people don't like to hear it but they don't uh they don't cull out of herds anymore like they used to and keep those genetics out of the right. off the market or at least it's not talked about and uh, that you know, you breed a bunch of, you keep breeding a bunch of crappy dogs, you're going to end up with more and more crappy dogs. You know? Exactly. So, what kind of dogs do you use? What do you prefer? So I just I I, I use a crown uh, uh, cur hound crosses. What there you go. Long long here, yes dog. sir. So, old cur dog can't beat it. So Smart is that what rip. you do in your spare time, or do you do that all the time? You uh, track track game. 
No, no, no. Just my spare time. I, I don't know yeah. but one person that does it full time. He lives over in Brady and he's probably one of the best trackers in yeah. the state. Uh and he, he's a he's a dog man year round. Uh but right. he's got that you know, that big champions ranch is his customer, so he stays busy on that sure on that ranch, you know, when it's not white tail season. So uh but no, that's just something I like to do for fun. Um, I got you. And, and and my real job allows me to go do it. So, well, that's good. Yes, sir. That's good. Yes, sir, Mick. So I just wanted right, to burn Dustin. up some time. Well, and, hey, buddy, uh, I'm glad you called. That was interesting. And uh, don't be a stranger. Always no, no, conversation sir. With you, brother. A- absolutely, Mick. You have a great week, sir. Okay, Dustin. See you, man. Yeah, Take care. Bye. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But hey. It's Sunday. Everybody have fun on fun Sunday. Nothing like it. We'll be back next week, Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.